everyone, and thank you for joining us on The Safe Side, a monthly podcast hosted by the editors of Safety and Health Magazine, the official magazine of the National Safety Council. My name is Alan Ferguson, and I'm Associate Editor with Safety and Health, and with me as always are fellow Associate Editors, Kevin Drewley and Barry Botino. Wherever you're listening to us today, thank you so much for spending some time with us here at On the Safe Side. This month is our one-year anniversary of launching this podcast, and we appreciate you being with us on this journey, and we're excited to bring you even more great content in 2021. We hope everyone out there is safe and healthy during this time, and as always, we want to thank the safety professionals who are doing all they can to keep our workers healthy and safe. A sincere thank you from all of us for your extra efforts during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you'd like to keep up with the latest news on the pandemic and other daily updates from around the safety world, please check out our website, safetyandhealthmagazine.com. It is February, and this is a special edition of the podcast in which we have an extended interview with two colleagues from the National Safety Council's convention team, Heidi Mitchell and Bill Steinbach. We'll be discussing the nation's largest convention dedicated to safety, the annual NSC Congress and Expo. Now, Congress will have a new look March 1st through 5th, Amid the pandemic, as the event is going virtual, we're going to talk about how our listeners can get value from a virtual conference along with some unique plans NSC has for the event. Even though we're breaking from our usual format, we will, of course, discuss our pop quiz at the end of the episode. We'll talk about some of our favorite moments from past Congress and Expo events in some amazing cities. All right, let's get this episode rolling. So this month, we're expanding our usual five questions with segment here at On the Safe Side to welcome our NSC colleagues, Heidi Mitchell and Bill Steinbach from our conventions team. Uh, from March 1st through 5th, our annual Congress and Expo event is going virtual. Just like many of our family celebrations have this year, our children's school classes and our Zoom meetings for work. Uh, Heidi, Bill, and the rest of the team have been working on this event for months to make sure our listeners get plenty of value from it in a time when, unfortunately, we can't all be together in person. So first, Heidi, I'd like to know, a a virtual conference is something that people might not be familiar with. With that in mind, why would someone want to attend an event like ours from their office or from their home? First, it's the perfect opportunity for someone to expand their network from the safety and convenience of their home or office because anyone can attend regardless of their location. Second, you can attend without spending additional time or money for traveling. Thirdly, at an in-person event, you must choose between two or more simultaneous sessions. By attending our virtual event, you can attend a live session and watch the ones you missed later on demand. Bill, a lot of that personal contact at Congress is on the show floor, which is a very vibrant place. How will that experience look for someone when they approach a booth virtually? Yeah, we partner with a virtual platform provider called Intrato. They are one of the industry's top virtual event providers to produce the NSC Virtual Safety Congress and Expo. When attendees and exhibitors enter the platform, we want them to have the same, albeit different, experience of coming to the NSC Congress and Expo. They'll experience a virtual convention center lobby, theater, networking lounge, and meeting rooms. Regarding what they will experience as they approach a booth virtually, attendees will have the opportunity to encounter many different exhibitors and view their products and services. They're able to connect with each other via direct chat messaging, live Zoom interaction, or email exchange. Um, They'll also be able to view videos, product brochures, images, and even receive live demos of the exhibitor's capabilities. 
Now, Heidi, with, with Congress Next Expo, a major benefit is meeting friends in new professional context. What kind of networking opportunities are available at this virtual event? Participants will be able to meet others in our networking lounge featuring Zoom links and breakout rooms for face-to-face -face interaction. They will also have the opportunity to participate in division section meetings, which are comprised of NSC member companies, which is an extensive professional safety network. Meetings will address topics such as best practices, employee engagement, safety leadership, industry trends, and the following areas, business and industry, construction and utilities, transportation safety, women and safety, and young professionals. In addition, there will be daily happy hours closing out the day's events. So Bill, the expo floor always includes a, a lot of interactive activities and events. In a virtual setting, what types of events and activities and gamification are available? Yeah, a great attribute of our virtual event is all the online engagement features that are available to all the participants. They can take advantage of the multiple virtual games that are available. One of these games is called the Safety Voyager, where attendees are rewarded with points by visiting the exhibitor virtual exhibits. Those points are then tallied and the attendee has the opportunity to win prizes. Prizes may include registration to a future event, gift cards, iPads, others to be determined yet. We also have trivia contests, virtual puzzles, and other activities. Each is designed to engage the attendee within the virtual platform. Heidi, what other educational opportunities will be available? In addition to the professional development seminars, we're offering 38 technical sessions featuring well-known industry experts and professionals discussing emerging issues, safety excellence, operation technical regulatory updates, transportation safety, management leadership, and so much more. Sessions will include individuals or multiple speakers presenting case studies, personal stories, and hot topics. You'll have the opportunity to live chat with the speakers during and after the session. And Bill, if attendees are looking for resources for career assistance, can they also find that at our virtual event? Absolutely. Our virtual event most certainly provide attendees with resources and career assistance. Uh, the virtual platform will be hosting a full career center that will provide attendees with the opportunity to review resumes, receive career advice, network, learn about open positions, and other career guidance. The NSC Career Center is sponsored by the National Safety Council, the Board Certified Safety Professionals, BCSP, Consentium Search, and Columbia Southern. Heidi, certainly COVID-19 is, is a reason that we're all living in a much more virtual world. With that in mind, COVID is the subject of one of our three keynotes in Congress. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about not only that keynote speech, but the other ones? Yes, of course. I would love to. So kicking off our event on Wednesday, March 3rd, we are excited to have Dr. John Howard, the director of the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, as our opening session keynote. During his keynote, he is going to review the latest COVID-19 information and the various ways it's affecting the workplace. In addition to reviewing the modes of transmission, the reinfection risks, COVID-19 vaccination, and the various steps workplaces can take to ensure safe operations in 2021. Then after that session, grab your lunch and join us that same day for the executive forum Lunch and Learn Session, Leading Trends in EHS Approaches to a New Decade. Learn how to refresh your training program, incorporate serious injury and fatality, and ensure psychological safety. 
On Thursday, March 4th, we're excited to have Corey Pitzer, the CEO of SafeMap. He will provide early warning system triggers that precede fatal accidents and what it would take to prevent them. The title of the keynote is The Final Frontier, Zero Fatalities to Boldly Go Where No One Has Gone Before. And rounding out our keynote sessions on March 4th will be Ricky Rollins, president of his own company, Ricky Rollins Safety Speeches. He will be discussing the workplace accident that almost took his life 24 years ago and how it could have affected his family if he died. The session will have you thinking about how one bad decision that you could make and how it would affect your coworkers, friends, and family. So can you tell our listeners how they can learn more online about virtual NSC Congress and Expo and how they can sign up? To learn more and to register for this can't-miss virtual event, please visit congress.nsc.org. We look forward to seeing everyone March 1st through the 5th. Great. Well, thank you, Heidi and Bill. We truly appreciate you sharing your insights on the event with us, and we're all really looking forward to it. Again, that's congress.nsc.org for folks to learn more and to sign up. Well, as we discussed with our council colleagues, Heidi and Bill, the annual NSC Congress and Expo will have a new look in March, going virtual as we continue to navigate the COVID-19 pandemic. Many of our listeners can attest that this typically is an on-site event, traveling to various hotels and convention centers across the country since the first Congress and Expo descended upon Milwaukee's Pfister Hotel in the autumn of 1912. As we do look forward to our first virtual Congress, we thought we'd turn this month's pop quiz discussion to our favorite memories, whether they're at the show or off the beaten path. Maybe it's a destination or a presentation, a meal or a memory that still stands out, and especially now as the pandemic continues to limit travel for both business and for pleasure. So I'll go first. There's that adage about you know, remembering your, your first of this or your first of that. And for me, my, my initial Congress in Anaheim in 2016, there's plenty about it that still stands out. Terry Bradshaw brought down the house with a pretty colloquial opening session keynote. And I know that year too was the swan song of the motivational keynote given by Charlie Moorcraft and E. Scott Geller. And it definitely delivered off the field, so to speak. I did quite a bit of, of walking in that one. And I found that I just enjoy walk in these cities that we go to, just the energy of being out in California. I hadn't been that far west in my life and just coupling that with everything we've talked about, all the, the spectacle and, and just the, the gravity of the event. Alan, how about yourself? Yeah, my first was Indianapolis. My biggest memory of, of Congress's past is just the enormity of the event. I don't know if it's just the timing of everything, but it just seems like it, the ballrooms and the convention floors have gotten bigger each subsequent year from Indianapolis to Houston to San Diego. And, and now, of course, we have the whole world as our, our expo floor and our ballroom. So that, I guess, will be the biggest ever. So it should be very interesting. How about you, uh, Barry? Well, Alan, I would say this. The biggest thing that sticks out in my mind, and, and I'm a little bit older than you and Kevin, and just for you know your own knowledge, I was not at the Pfister Hotel in the autumn of 1912, even though you guys may think I'm, I'm that old. I am not. But I can say I started at this National Safety Council in 2018, and my first day on the job, our boss said, let's get you a flight to Houston. And that was one of the very first things I did on the job was book a flight to Houston. And three weeks into the job, I was at Congress in Houston. And I can remember being in the convention center, walking in and looking in the big window over the, onto the expo floor, just being blown away by how huge it was. 
it was unbelievable. That struck me right off the bat, just how big this was and just how important uh, the work that NSC does is. I would say last year in San Diego was a great walking city. Got on an app and bought a ticket to the San Diego Padres game uh, and sat with another gentleman who was there for Congress as well. Just a great experience being at Congress, meeting a lot of people and being able to do some some of those things kind of off the clock, which is always great. Heidi, how about you? What's your favorite memory? Well, I've been with the council since 2006, so I've seen quite a few Congress and expos, and it's always so exciting to see us transform a convention center into a mini city slash town within a matter of a couple days. And then just seeing the influx of people come in and out and seeing everybody interact is one of my favorite memories of being at an in-person event. And Kevin, I will have to piggyback on your thought of uh, Terry Bradshaw. He has to be one of the most dynamic keynote speakers that we've ever had and really brought the house down. And how about you, Bill? Not quite as long with Heidi with the council. I've been with 2008, but my first one was actually in Anaheim. And one of my fun memories was just how much we do to kind of excite everyone at an event. Like you mentioned, Terry Bradshaw, we've had Captain Sullenberger, the hero of the Hudson. Uh, We've had astronauts. We've had so many great keynote speakers. We had a marching band that led the entire audience from the keynote session to the expo floor to kind of connect the two, showcase the show floor, show how grand it is too. And that was just a fun experience, having a full marching band go right past our office area to get everyone engaged at the event. Well, thank you everyone, as always, for for chiming in. But now we want to hear from our listeners. We know many of you through the years have, have been to and enjoyed so many Congress and expos. So please, we invite you to weigh in with some of your favorite memories about shows past. So you can do that just by emailing us at safehealth at nsc.org or checking in with the hashtag SafesidePopQuiz on social media. And who knows, we might even share some of them on future episodes of On the Safe Side. We want to thank you all out there for spending a little bit of time with us today here at On the Safe Side. We hope you and all your loved ones and people in your lives are continuing to remain safe and healthy amid the COVID-19 pandemic. To find stories about the pandemic and latest news in worker safety and health, you can visit us online at safetyandhealthmagazine.com. Our editorial team also wants to hear about your journey into safety, and you can tell us about how your career took shape in our monthly My Story feature in the magazine. Those are published every month, and you can send those stories to us at safehealth@nsc.org. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We have a publication to help keep your employees and family members safe at home as well called Family Safety and Health, and you can find that at safetyandhealthmagazine.com family. You can also get a free copy by calling 800-621-7619. In the meantime, feel free to tell a friend or a fellow safety pro about this podcast. If you'd like to share some feedback with us or learn more about the publications I just mentioned, go ahead and email us at safehealth at nsc.org. Original music for this podcast was provided by Steve Maslin. And as always, we thank our sound guru and friend, Chelsea Yang. We'll be back next month with another episode to have more safety-related discussions, talk to trusted voices from around the profession, and hopefully give you a reason to smile. Until then, please, folks, stay on the safe side.